what you really need to come up with is a strategy to repay those credit card balances. And I think it may be the best use of your excess cash right now, particularly if you have the ability to potentially reborrow some of that credit line in an emergency situation. So I think that's one of the key things, get that high interest rate debt down. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this episode, we'll discuss the places to look to improve the income you earn on your savings. In our zero interest rate environment, you'll likely need to look for new sources of return. So let's begin. As I record this episode in September 2021, interest rates are at near zero levels, and they're forecast to likely stay that way until early 2023. According to the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation's recent weekly national interest rates information, I look here, by the way, it's one of my key reference sources. If you take a look at rates at bricks and mortar banks, here's some of the, the key rates that you find. On savings accounts, five one hundredths of a percent. Interest checking accounts, three one hundredths. Money market accounts, nine one hundredths. These are the, what you're earning. If you're lucky enough to have a one-year certificate of deposit nationally, you're earning about 14 one-hundredths. At the same time, based on my research, I took a look at what the internet banks were offering on savings products alone. And there I found that they were offering between 40 one-hundredths and 60 one-hundredths for their savings account products. Now, again, I have always found that interest rates, excuse me, internet banks pay higher interest rates. And in fact, they advertise that they pay four to seven times what the bricks and mortar banks pay. So one suggestion to you is if you don't have an internet bank savings account at this point in time, take a look. They're easy to set up and you'll find that your returns will be significantly higher. They also provide federal FDIC insurance, all the key aspects of a bank. So if you don't use an internet savings account, please uh, take a look. I think you'll be quite pleased with those returns. Now, one last thing as we look at the general level of interest rates, the Federal Reserve has indicated that they're going to keep rates low until such time that the economy has fully recovered and employment has fully recovered from the pandemic. Now, they're pointing towards early 2023 for this to happen, but uh, I don't know. Who, who knows, if you will? The one thing I do know is that this low level of interest rate has, rates have been devastating for savers. To gauge just how devastating these low rates are, let's use the rule of 72 and the rate that's available on a savings account in our, just that I just told you about, say five one hundredths of a percent. If you use the rule of 72, it tells you that it'll take you 1,440 years to double your money. 1,440 years. Is that depressing or what? At first blush, I think what this tells you is you're going to have to save a lot more money to reach your long-term savings target if you're banking on return on your savings to help you get where you need to be. And likely you're going to have to find products that offer higher returns so that you can increase the return on your savings. So in this episode, I'm gonna give you some thoughts on my, some of my thoughts on savings and introduce you to some resources 
that will uh, point you towards a spectrum of possible products that you can investigate to meet your savings and return needs. Now, first off, one of the first questions I get about this whole subject is, hey, Harry, why bother? Why should I save at all? And realistically, folks, I know that's difficult. We're living in a COVID-19 world. People often ask why they should save. Shouldn't I just go out and have fun with all this bizarreness going on around me? And I'm going to bring you back to reality. You really need uh, to focus on your financial matters. In reality, we'll get past this pandemic and life will return to some form of normal. Maybe it'll be a new normal, but it will get back to a normal. And at that time, you need to, you're going to need to get back on track with making sure you have the cash in place for all stages of your life. Now, I've said this in a number of, the, a number of my podcasts. One of the cornerstones of personal finance is really to save 10 to 20% of your pre-tax earnings every year and put that money away, set it aside first by funding your emergency fund and then later funding other specific long-term needs that you have. It re- it's really important. You must save. And it's, it's a habit that I can't emphasize enough. It's, it's key to your long-term success. Now, with rates as low as they are in the banks, as you can see, they're, they're basically, they're not paying you anything at all for your money. It's going to drive us to look to find ways to save, if you will, to save more. And if we're not able to save more, we're going to have to work longer to save more. And um, I can't tell you that these low rates, when I was a, a young person, a young adult, believe it or not, I could go to a bank and a bank savings account, they were paying 12%. Yes, 12%. And if you use the rule of 72 with respect to that 12%, you double your money in six years, not in 1,440. So our near zero interest rates mean, you're, again, you've got to save as much as you can for as long as you can. And uh, it, it's just unfortunate for everyone today, but that's the reality. So with that, let me give you some of my ideas on savings based on some subscriber uh, questions I've gotten in my own personal experience. First off, questions relating to allocating savings. And one question I get frequently is given the pandemic, should I, Harry, should I stop saving for retirement and only look to build my short-term balance? Is that what I should do? My belief is that unless you're out of work or you've had your compensation reduced to a level where you can barely pay your bills, I think what you should be doing is first fully fund that emergency account. Be sure it's there. You're going to need it. Secondly, and we'll talk about this in a second, you should look to pay off your high interest rate debt. There's no sense having 16% debt and, and getting five hundredths, five one hundredths of a percent on your savings at a bank. And three, then look to save for your longer years. And the reason I believe this, and, and this approach is so important right now, is uh, you may need that emergency account money to pay for your retraining to qualify for a new job. Or unfortunately, if you have pandemic-related medical bills, and so you, you need that emergency fund fully funded. The way I look at it is start with your most immediate needs and slowly fund your long-term needs in this environment. And I think one thing that the pandemic has taught us and demonstrated clearly is that saving for an emergency and having an emergency fund for unexpected needs, it's essential. 
in someone's personal financial planning, it's not a nice to have. So let me go back to that second point about repaying credit card debt. Look, in a world, if you have credit card debt today, likely you're paying 12 to 22% interest on that outstanding balance. And we just talked about the fact if you've got cash sitting in a, an account, a savings account at a bricks and mortar bank, you're earning five one hundredths of a percent. And that's terrible in five basis points. So what you really need to come up with is a strategy to repay those credit card balances. And I think it may be the best use of your excess cash right now, particularly if you have the ability to potentially reborrow some of that credit line in an emergency situation. So I think that's one of the key things, get that high interest rate debt down. Now, the another suggestion is you're going to need to look and consider non-bank asset classes to obtain higher returns. And and what I mean is I'm not saying to you, hey, let's all go out and, and, and invest in cryptocurrency. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying to you is there are a number of different asset classes out there that pay higher returns than bank products that you might want to consider as part of your overall savings plan and the returns you get on your savings. Now, if you're going to embark on this strategy, what I would suggest is you work with a licensed financial professional to do this. But before you go talk to that professional, you might want to get a little bit of education. And in the last six to nine months, I've come across a great article from Fidelity Investments. It's, it's dated October the 5th, 2020. And they published an article called Investing, entitled Investing for Income in, in Uncertain Times. Investing for Income in Uncertain Times. It'll be in the show notes. And that is, it's a great article. It goes through 10 to 15 different asset classes, talks about their risk characteristics, their return characteristics, and they've got a great chart that'll help you understand it. It really helps you see it all. And again, before you choose any asset class other than a bank product and you're looking to embark on a new journey, you really need to consider your risk profile, your personal circumstances. And my suggestion is work with a financial professional before you uh, jump, if you will. One other suggestion is one of the financial versus guest blog contributors, Paul Whirlin, he had a great post entitled The Eternal Quest for Income. It's post 106. I'll put it in the show notes for you. It can really help you understand what people are looking at, their considerations in their quest for income. So to summarize today's session, the economic environment created by the pandemic really has caused interest rates to fall to near zero levels. This has put increased pressure on households to save and has caused savers to look at a variety of different asset classes to find attractive returns. In my view, this situation is not going to improve for several years. Carefully considering product options and getting some advice on what those options, which of these options best fit for you is more crucial than ever for your money success. So that's it for today. And we look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.